Hello, hi, and welcome to In This Economy, the podcast where people from Zimbabwe and around the world discuss how they're navigating life in the current economic circumstances. With me, your host, Kim Nyajeka. So first and foremost, Happy New Year. Whenever you're listening to this, this episode will be out second week of January. Um, But, you know, whenever you're listening to it, this is the first episode of the year, third episode of season five. So welcome. Happy New Year. Whether you're surviving, whether you came in thriving, striving, whatever it is, we made it. We're on the other side. And I guess that's something to be grateful for. I guess another thing, if you need something to add to your gratitude journal, is that you have the time and the resources um, to listen to some 30-year-old girl um, sit in front of a microphone and talk her shit. So (laughs) I'm kidding, but thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And yeah, welcome to the platform. If you are new here, um, I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you it inspires you to go look for other episodes. I think there is there's some pretty good conversations i've had on this on this platform there's a treasure trove of content in there if i do say so myself so um please do take a listen they are not in any particular chronological order whatever topic title whatever it is resonates with you just give it a listen from any time any season any guests and i hope you do enjoy and if you are a returning resident, a regular supporter, listener, I have no cute name for listeners. I should maybe look into that. But thank you so much for coming back. Um, you know, at the end of the year, uh, all the streaming platforms share like the wrap ups for the year. Like Spotify does the wrap. Google Play, Google Play does whatever it does. Apple does maybe I think it's called a recap or something, but all of those kind of just show the listenership. And I didn't share that at the end of last year, not because it's been a bad year or anything. It's just my bad. I did not share. But thank you so much for the continued support and listening and continuing to engage on social media and just enjoying the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And looking at those stats, I was just like, wow, you know, um, I appreciate the support, every single listen, download, even someone who just starts an episode and for whatever reason doesn't end up listening to the end. I I appreciate that, you know, you saw the poster, you saw the title, you saw whatever it is and you just clicked and listened. I am honored, so privileged to have a listenership that continues growing, that's already where it's at. And I just thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. But we are back. And we're hoping for a better 2024 as far as content creation on my part. Um, Yeah, I, I, it's going to be better. I swear. (laughs) I also just want to take time to do things that I enjoy, that spark joy as always, that I love. And this platform is one of them. So thank you so much for your support. And yeah, both listening and financial, you know, the PayPal is in the show notes at the bottom (laughs) if the spirit so leads you (laughs) but yeah thank you so much for tuning in um so for this episode first episode of the year as always it is a solo episode featuring me myself and i yours truly your host you know just unpacking and i guess setting the tone for the rest of this season and i guess for the beginning of the year 
and what we're going to be talking about on this platform. So we're going to get straight into the episode. But before that, please do not forget to follow us on social media at In This Economy Podcast on Instagram and follow me, your host, at Kimya Jeka on Twitter or X, X formerly known as Twitter. Those are the two main platforms where I post content um, related to the platform. So yeah, please do engage. And also at the end of this episode, I'm going to need um, every any listener who wants to help for the creation of a very different kind of episode for this platform. It's not unique in any way, but yeah. So just listen to what we talk about in this episode. And at the end, I'll be asking for your assistance and you can reach out through the socials. So yeah, um, without further ado, let's get into this solo episode. Okay, so it is the beginning of a new year. And um, you know, whether your new year is starts on your birthday or at the beginning of the Western or Roman calendar year, or, you know, if you are of a different, you know, culture, religion, whatever it is, whatever new year comes, it comes with like a motivation from starting somewhere fresh, from having a clean slate, from a very definitive end of a very specific time and season and just a new, you know, a fresh start. And we all get encouraged. We all get motivated. We all want to get somewhere. We all want to do some things. And we think, yeah, this is going to be it. This is going to be my year, blah, 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 you know. And on social media, I, I, I don't imagine your, you know, explore pages are not too different than mine. There's a lot of like, oh, in 2024, we're entering our soft girl era or we're entering our successful era or we're, we're doing all of these things. And I have never resonated so little with such content than I have at, at the beginning of this year. Like I am... I try to be a poly positive and I really do try to, you know, I always look forward to a new year, a new beginning, a fresh start. Just always, I've always been someone so excited to just have a date change and, you know, get started a new year, a new month, whatever it is. But like this new year has been really different. Um, and I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. If you listen to the I think it's the first episode or bonus episode in season two, um, which I also recorded and put out in the first week of January um, of 2022. Um, and it was basically, I think the title is New Year's Same Economy. And I talk about how, you know, I've been doing so much work on myself and taking care of myself and really like doing the work, working on my traumas, working on my mental health, my physical health, my emotional well-being. I'm doing a lot of changing and I feel like it's my situation my circumstances now need to follow suit like they need to change you know like I am tired of doing all the work um my circumstances need to change um and listening back to that episode made me chuckle a little bit because where I was in January of 2022 is not too different to where I am situationally or circumstantially right now you know, when I finished uni um, and finished a really great internship overseas in 2020, when I came back, my main focus was leaving the country. Like I didn't come home for lack of trying to stay out of the country. Like I really wanted to. Things just did not work out in that way. And so the moment I came back, I was like, OK, I need to do this, this and this so that I can be a great candidate to either find another job in another country or 
go to a different school and do a sec a different program so I can immigrate to another country or to get a better job, even if it's in, in Zimbabwe and it's remote or whatever, like that was my energy. And I was on that hamster wheel going nowhere fast for the last three years, honestly. Like I was like, okay, you know, I got a regular degular job and I was like, okay, I can only, I'm only going to be here two years max. So, you know, I just was like, there's an expiry date to my current situation. Like I'm going to do everything in my power to change it. This is going to end. This is going to change. Let's do it. Let's, let's get it. Let's go. Um, and now almost four years later, hey, we're still here. <laughs> Same job, still live in my mama daddy house. Um, you know, everything, a lot has changed, but the core, the basic parts have stayed exactly the same. I've just flipped my mattress a couple times, maybe changed my duvet, got some new clothes, but overall, not too much has changed and how disappointing, you know, how, how disappointing, but I, I just came in with that energy. Um, and then when things hadn't changed in 2022, at the end of that year, going into 2023, I drew myself a vision board. I, I love drawing. So I drew myself a vision board, a beautiful vision board, and I made a list of goals and how I was going to achieve those goals for 2023. A whole list of resolutions, vision board plus goals, did everything the girlies are told to do. And if I tell you when I was taking stock at the end of 2023, I opened up that list again. I looked at that vision board and I did not achieve any of those goals. Not a single resolution was realized or achieved in 2023. Imagine. <laughs> I mean, my resolutions were like things like, oh, I need to go back to a church, you know. Um, I haven't I haven't been to church consistently in such a long time and not because of COVID, but because I experienced um, some really deep church hurt and that kind of impacted the way I was viewing it. So even after that hurt, I went straight into finding a new church. And every time I'd go to a new church, I would always just be looking for the red flags or looking for something wrong. Like my issue was never with my faith. My issue was with the institution that was the church, which, yeah. Um, so I sort of stepped back from doing it. And my excuse was like, yo, these churches, hey, hey, hey. But I do, I haven't had like hol holistically bad experiences at some churches, you know, and I think some of those experiences were good because I was so open to them. So I wasn't as open to the idea. And in 2023, I wanted to go back. I just didn't. I didn't have the motivation. I just kind of let my feelings get over this goal I wanted to achieve. You know, I wanted to make a big grown-up purchase, like buy a car or move out of my parents' house or something. Didn't achieve that goal, uh, mostly because of lack of financial discipline. I need to do better. And it's not like I'm not financially literate. I know what I'm doing. I'm very aware of my toxic behavior but sometimes the need of for like instant gratification overtakes the long-term goal and at the end of it all those little instant gratifications they add up you know my money didn't evaporate i'm the one who's spending it on little things whenever i had a bad day which was often because i hate my job right okay i don't like my job very much um but <laughs> yeah i'm not a big fan and so one of the goals as well was to find a new job um, and that one, I will say, 
I really tried. I networked. I cold emailed. I sent so many cold emails, applied to actual jobs, went to random events to hopefully meet people who I could engage and look for work with. Like I, I tried my best to do a lot of those things. I went to a couple of interviews and it just did not work out. Um, I think in the anxiety, uh, the economics of anxiety episode that I did, one of the things I spoke about was how whenever I get rejected from a job, I put, there's a Gmail lets you put labels on those, on certain emails to categorize them. So I have a category called rejections and all of them go into that little subfolder of my main inbox. And whenever I'm sad, I just go look at it and be like, oh, look at that. Look at all those rejections. I'm kidding that's not the only reason i'd be lying if i said it wasn't but uh, another reason why i explained a little bit in a little bit more detail in the episode my reason why is so that i don't end up applying for something that i've already been rejected to because um, a lot of job sites and companies may not like um update their their career portals whatever it's called often enough so i don't want to put time and energy into an application that's already rejected me or if i want to um, I could see where I could tweak it a little bit. So maybe I stand a better chance of being picked in case the jobs are repost or it's been advertised again, whatever. But anyway, that rejection folder grew a, quite a bit in 2023, right? Um, uh, so yeah, and another one of my goals was, of course, getting better with consistent content creation and posting episodes and also making visual content but we're still here on audio so you know how it is i even spoke to like videographers got quotations and did all of those things but like nothing came out of it because i just did not feel like it i didn't have the motivation i let my feelings get over the goal i wanted to achieve for the most part like some of it i did try but other things i kind of let fall to the wayside and honestly, how did I feel not achieving any of my resolutions or resolving any of those resolutions? I, I don't know that I cared a lot. I don't. Okay, because the impact of... Okay, my first feeling was that I felt like a failure, honestly. I'm like, yo, I, I failed. And the impact of things not working out, whether or not I could have changed it. Um, the impact of that was just me adopting a bit of a scarcity mentality in that like, I'm like, okay, have I achieved everything I could achieve? Like, is this it for me? Is this life for me now? Like, have I gotten to the pinnacle of the achievements I could have? Have I peaked? Did I peak in uni, basically? Um, because what else? There's not much more I can do. Like, I was considering going back to school. And I think I even tweeted about it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go back to school because it's always been such an affirming place for me. Or it's because I really want to do, you know, like my only option to feel accomplished is or to get more accomplishments or to get where I want to be specifically in life is if I just go back to school. Like, it's a scarcity thing. Like, not a, I don't have a lot of possibilities, you know, that's the first good. That's the first thing. And I guess also impacting my low self-esteem or having a low self-image because I'm just like, yo, anytime I try something, I just, it just not work out. Like no matter how hard I try, no matter how best I put, you know, no matter how much effort I put in, it just does not seem to be working out. So that, that's like some of the negative impact. And I think that has made me feel, you know, pretty down on myself but also what I realized looking at those resolutions was that like I, I I don't think I really have truly accepted my life 
for what it is. Like I said, when I came home in 2020, I was ready to change my life immediately. Like I was ready to, I was like, okay, I'm here, but I want to go here. And I didn't allow myself to, I guess, really get rooted in the acceptance of, I was disappointed by the outcome of my life and I need to accept that disappointment in order to be able to meaningfully move forward right so yeah I've been here I've been living life I've been doing it but at the back of my mind I've always thought like this is so temporary everything is like temporary this won't be it for long but like having turned 30 at the end of last year it reminded me of something I saw on social media I forget which platform it was and who said it so I can credit them accordingly but they're like don't you feel like the ages 25 to 29 are like the LMNOP part of the alphabet? Like this LMNOP part of your life? Like it's just like rushed. It's just, like, you know, it all kind of merges into one letter. You know, like you, I won't lie in grade one, I thought LMNOP was how you said P, you know what I mean? Like LMNOP. Um, so it just feels like it's all cramped into one thing. And I wasn't really present or acknowledging even the tiniest little milestones and the tiniest little accomplishments and achievements and all of those little things because my bigger picture was like I need to leave I need to go I need to go back and when I'm back there that's when my life will happen you know what I mean I've been in a constant state of that I feel like for my whole adult life because you know in uni you're like oh when you finish uni what are you gonna do then you finish uni and then it's like uh then what you know what I mean and I did my undergrad postgrad everything all at once so I was like in and uni for me was such an affirming space. You know, you work hard, you get rewarded for it. Real life. Yeah, we'll unpack that a little bit more later. But like, um, I never really accepted that. Okay, I did my very best in school that much. I, I can't deny I really did try. No, I didn't try. I did it. I achieved a lot. Um, and I just need to accept that the outcome wasn't what I hoped. The outcome was not what I expected. But and it's not to say I should accept and not keep trying, but in order to move forward, I think I need to not even take a step back, just sit where I am. Be like, listen, I am 30 years old. I live in my mama house. This is the job I have. This is the body I have. These are the skills I have. This is where I'm at. This is where my life is. This is what we're doing. This is, this is it. Like what's happened in the past has happened you know it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to and yeah in the social media age it's hard not to compare yourself with the people who have had a, the journey that you wanted to take like for me I always sit back and I'm like okay don't take away from them but what about me you know I did the same degree I have the exact same qualifications I have the exact same level of experience why does that person get to live the life I feel like I was working towards what is what makes me different from that person you know that sort of toxic self-comparison I do that a lot it's something I struggle with like I think a lot of people do but I'm like why not me you know and the other side of it is like okay when I am there when I'm doing what that person is doing that's when I'll start you know I guess living my life because I don't know that I've been living, if it makes sense. I don't know if I've I've done my best to be fully present. And I'm happy 
like don't get it twisted this is not to say i've been so depressed and sad and i've just spent weekends sleeping in my house and lamenting and scrolling on social media no i've been out here you know doing my traveling a little bit i have a great support system beautiful beautiful friends great family that i love like i have been living but i've always just had this little chip on my shoulder like yeah when i leave this is going to be so hard to let go of you know what i mean like honestly that's how i've been seeing things and not fully just being like listen this is my life and it's not to not keep trying and it's not like it's a bad life you know aside from all the obvious privileges i have sitting in front of a microphone in the middle of like I, I, it's not a bad life. When I released the economics of anxiety episode, one of my workmates listened to it, right? And they were like, oh my gosh, that episode made me so sad. But that was never the intention. I was just sharing. I was oversharing like the millennial that I am of the top 10 things that were giving me anxiety at that point in time. But he was like, no, you just sound so sad. Like your life just sounds so sad, you know? And the one time he greeted me, he's just like, how are you and your sad little life? And I was like, okay, no, my life is not sad. Like, yes, I am, I have anxiety. I have anxiety. I struggle with anxiety. And there are lots of things that trigger me. And I spoke about my triggers, but it's not like I'm sitting here, you know, sad. I don't have a sad life or it's not a value judgment on my entire life. There are so, there are lots of good things happening and those things are good enough for me to accept that this is my life, which is far from sad. And I'm still gonna try. One thing in this life I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try change it. I'm still gonna strive for my goals. I'm gonna let go of that scarcity mentality because I am yet to peak, okay? Speaking it into myself, I'm yet to peak. And, you know, um, things can only get better but it, I think something I've been missing is a certain level of acceptance and I think to move forward it might be good if mentally I stay put like all my thoughts are not focused on some arbitrary future but on the tangible present it's a beautiful life and I can only work to make it better. Whatever is going to happen moving forward will add to. It's not going to take away from anything because I am not in a place of lack. And I haven't been in a place of lack for a long time. And shout out to my God for taking care of me. Shout out to the parents I've been blessed with. Shout out to my friends who I love. But also shout out to me, bro. Like, I don't make a lot of money, but girl works hard. You know, I work hard. <laughs> I, mean, I do a little something, something, you know. I don't do as much as I'd want to, but I do a little something, you know. Um, I definitely have departed from that 2022 point of view that I had at the beginning of 2022. My circumstances might change and I will continue changing. So, yeah. I mean, it meant at the beginning of this year, well, at the end of last year, I still made a vision board. I didn't draw it this time though. Maybe that was the issue. I don't see a lot of people drawing vision boards on the socials. But anyway, maybe the issue was that I drew it um, because I thought I could get there myself. But no, I made a vision board on my Pinterest, okay? Um, I have New Year's resolutions, okay? And I'm definitely gonna achieve each and every one of them this year by hook or by crook. For the things I'll continue trying, but for the things I know I could do better in, 
I'm in a know better, do better type of, ooh, that gave, I was giving that errors thing that I talked about, <laughs> like that toxic positivity thing, right? But you know, <laughs> yeah, I do know better, so I can do better. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, just to, to round up this episode, uh, last year, at the end of last year as well, I played a game with my friends. We had a little get together and we played a game called we're not really strangers um and it's a game where you kind of get vulnerable and get to know people by asking pretty introspective type of questions like i would not play this kind of game if your ops were around if you have ops but like yeah so we were playing the game and one of the questions that stuck out to me that like i has had me like sort of unraveling and unpacking it over the last week or so since we played the game was a question of what is the hardest lesson that you've had to unlearn and so it's not a lesson that you were forced to learn but a lesson you were forced to unlearn and I think for me the lesson I was forced to unlearn really was you get out what you put in when I was younger I was sold the dream of you know you work hard you do well in school you get good grades you can have a successful life or you do right by people people will do right by you um if you're kind and generous you'll experience kindness and generosity also, if you're a bad person, bad things will happen to you. And if, you know, you steal, you go to jail, you do all of those things. Um, that's what I used to think it was like. It was black and white like that. But I'm just realizing now, well, not just realizing, but I've come to realize now that, like, that's not the case. You can put a lot of effort into something and still not have the outcome that you think you deserve or that you rightfully deserve right that that could happen there are also things that you could put minimal effort into and get such a huge return from like you weren't even trying and something just came together but also when you do bad things that doesn't necessarily mean that bad things will happen to you to the same magnitude or degree you know especially when we feel like someone has hurt us in some way that doesn't always mean they're gonna get their just desserts that you think they'll get or in a way that satisfies you <laughs> or that anything bad will happen to them at all their life could just continue do you know what I mean so that's the one tough thing I've had a tough time unlearning that you get what you give you know because I, I truly believed that for a long time and it's truly something that motivated a lot of my decision making processes as a child, as an adult, it's like you get what you put in, you get what you put in. And it's hard. It's been hard for me to let that lesson go. But it's just the truth. You don't always get back what you put in, good or bad. You know, if oh, I have a plethora of examples, you know, if I look at the politicians in my country, if I look at it's just so many examples. That's the hardest lesson I've had to unlearn. And um, I want to know is the hardest lesson you've had to unlearn. Do you have a story about something you failed at and what lesson did that teach you or what lesson did that make clearer for you? And I really like to hear from you, the listener. I'd really love an episode where people just share in their experiences. And I don't mean that they needs to be a positive outcome. It could be a negative outcome. I'm not asking for toxic positivity here. I'm not asking for you to tell me how you overcame. I'm just saying in standing on business where we are now, what is something that you failed at 
or didn't achieve or didn't work out and what did it teach you like what what did you learn how did you how are you navigating it and good or bad if you've navigated it how if you're still figuring it out hey i would really like to know and have an episode where we can share that whether you write out the story and you'd like me to read it you can send me a voice note you can send me a dm whatever it is like i would love 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 to hear from you so that is the request i mentioned at the beginning of the episode that i wanted to make at the end of the episode please do send me your experiences going into this new year um how are you coping how are you dealing with it you know what does success look like can you really be successful in a failed state i would say zim is a failed state quite loosely defined a failed state is a state with feeble or flawed institutions where the government has lost control and i really think the government lost control of this place a very long time ago we are run by little mafias and cartels and so on and so forth that control the means to production and all that etc etc like it's it's a failed state so if you're from a failed state what if you're not ready to hit a lick or to join in the corruption or to join in the pseudo legal activities what does success look like for you if we're all i mean we've all been told success is big house car blah blah blah, blah but like is that attainable even if you were to move to a different country you know there's a glass ceiling yo you can get so far that might be my scarcity mentality talking but like the reality of the situation is things won't they could happen overnight, but you know, like there's pros and cons, even though I don't see a lot of pros in staying in Zimbabwe, I really don't aside from, you know, being close to family and the odd chance that you could buy some property, but like with the stands culture that we have now, stands are when people take a giant plot of land. For those who don't understand, you take a giant plot of land under one title deed, and then you subdivide it into little pieces of land with like long leases. The stand is the little subdivision with like a long lease. So you're technically not the owner because it's only the person with the title deeds who's the owner. And buying a property and having the title deeds in this country is really difficult. But let's say, you know, what what does success now look like in this day and age, in 2024, given that we do not live in the same economy that was there when even our parents or people before where they appeared to have it easier economically they appeared to have success success seemed more attainable for them what does it look like for us what does failure look like what are your experiences have you overcome it are you still going through it let me know i would love to hear from you and you can reach out to me at in this economy podcast on instagram or follow me your host at kim Yajek on twitter if you want to send a voice note or an email just dm me and i'll give you the details but if you'd like to be a guest to talk about these things as well i mean i'm here for it if you like it i love it uh please if you have a story to tell a perspective to share or advice to give to me or to the listenership please feel free to reach out and we can make the time whether virtually in person if you're in zimbabwe based in harare we can do whatever so yeah and i think that's it for this episode yeah thank you so much for listening um i hope you have a great year and um whatever you're going through 
uh, right now. One of my favorite quotes that I heard last year that is like planted in my heart every time I feel like, oh, I could have done this better or I could have done that better or I should have known or whatever it is, is there's a reason why your windscreen is much bigger than your rear view mirror. I, I, I say that a lot these days and I'm just going to leave y'all with that. Um, let's not look back. Let's keep it moving forward. Give up hope for a bit of past and let's keep it pushing. <laughs> All right. Um, so thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next one.